0: Love Radio. Aloha and welcome to Spiritual Journey with Geraldine Saint Joseph. I have a special guest today, my friend Psychic Jen O'Neill, and we are completing. This is part two of um, getting your money's worth out of a psychic reading. We did part one on Jen's show for the last half hour, and now we're going to be completing it on my show. Say hello, Jen. Hello, how are you? Good. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Let us know what your website is, that kind of thing.
1: Okay. Um, well, my name is Jennifer O'Neill, and I also have a blog talk show. I'm a psychic in Hawaii, um, and now I'm just the psychic in Hawaii since you left <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and um, I have a website, uh, com. Facebook page, Jennifer O'Neill. I just recently um, have a book that's out, uh, Soul DNA. And, um, yeah, I just do readings here in Hawaii, and I have clients all over, so I do it via phone <clears throat> and do the radio show.
0: Okay. Did you hear that?
1: Oh, no, I heard nothing. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just had a commercial in my headphones. Really? Oh, that's good that you didn't hear it. Yeah.
1: I didn't. So
0: we were yeah. continuing so Jen on. is the other psychic in Hawaii. She is the psychic in Hawaii right now. And um, we have a very similar style of reading, which is why we decided to do this show together. We have similar feelings about um how people should take readings, the type of information we give is very similar, and that's what we were discussing on her show. So basically what we've learned so far is um, you need to follow your own intuition as much as anybody else's, actually more so, and you need to develop that uh, faith and belief in yourself and your own intuition and figure out how to tell your your intuition from um Thoughts and and feelings and and really follow your guidance. We talked about uh, what kind of information you can get about relationships and that readings basically are um, having someone give you the landscape of what's around you right now. And we could tell you if you continue doing the same thing, this is what is most probable will occur but you need to make your own decisions, and then we can give you, based on those decisions, on those choices, um, different scenarios that may occur. Uh, but it's up to you. You have free will. So the other thing we, we mentioned also was about bringing what you need to bring to the reading. And you. it's best if you're calm, if you take several deep breaths before the reading starts and be open to the reading, and also to have some idea of what you'd like to ask to write down your questions. And Jen and I um, differ a little bit in the way we give the reading, where I start with a a general reading, which what I say is a spirit talks to you and tells you what you most need to know. And oftentimes that answers your questions. Sometimes it doesn't. Then we go into more specific questions about stuff that you think you need to know. And um, Jen likes to go into specifics right away. Uh she can we both can do general readings if you need that, but it's always good for you to set an intention as to what you want am, am I describing that properly, Jen?
1: Yeah, I just feel like um a lot of times when they go into a reading and they wanna um they're kind of vague. Um, The reason I like to get direct with their questions is because by the end of the um, reading session, a lot of times then they get more confident and then they just say, well, I I want to, oh, yeah, I wanted to know about this and I wanted to know about this. And by that time, they've left themselves with little time. So I really just, when I do my readings, I want to get to what their concerns are right away because a lot of times the things that me and you see are things that they really care about at that time. You know, it's stuff that we may see as concerns, but they just they care more about um the guy that they just met at the bar, you know. They care more (laughs) about the interview that they're going on. They don't really care about the other things that we're seeing and they have a very specific agenda usually when they call, but they're afraid to bring that up. And so I just would like to have my clients um questions addressed right off the bat and then we can just do general stuff after that. Yeah.
0: talking about that specifically this is our profession this is how we make our living so two points on that one is if you are scheduled for a specific time call when you're scheduled show up when you're scheduled like you would any other appointment if you are going to miss your appointment if you're running late if things are going on you need to let us know either call text email but let us know what's going on as soon as you know what's going on it's very rude And it cuts into your time if you're going to call up late or you're having, um, you know, your cup of tea or whatever, and you're waiting five minutes and calling us five or ten minutes late. That cuts into your scheduled time, and that's time that you're going to back.
1: Also, if you have back-to-back readings, which a lot of times we do, um, I can't read those people, and I know you can't either uh, because you you don't have time because you have a reading coming after, so they have to just reschedule at that point. So actually, um, if I have somebody that's late, but I usually call my clients, um, but if they don't mm-hmm. answer and something happens, they have to reschedule because I just I don't exactly. have time. Yeah, so they'll lose that well, appointment and have to redo it.
0: Exactly. The other thing is it's very – I don't know whether I want to say rude or what I want to say is uh, people will call and ask for a free reading to test us. And you don't go into a specialist, a brain surgeon, and say, could I please have a free appointment because I want to see how well you do this. You do research online. You look into things with them. And when you're – Uh, talking to us and scheduling an appointment, please don't try to ask your questions while you're scheduling the appointment and try to get a free reading out of us. It's it's very unnerving. And many times when a client does that to me and tries to get a free reading out of it, because, again, this is my profession and how I support myself, I generally won't even schedule a reading with them because it, it just gets to the point you know that the person is not going to value anything that you have to say anyway.
1: That's why I do no, blog go ahead, talk Jen. radio show. Yeah, that's why I do blog talk. I know you don't do readings on your blog talk all the time, but you do do you do answer questions pertaining to your shows. And so if you're doing one on Correct. relationships, I'm sure you would answer questions on relationships or whatever. Uh but that's if if you're testing or you need a want a free reading or something, uh radio show call-ins, those are good places to go. Don't try to call someone and well, try to schedule to one.
0: Jen and I are both um, having, doing mini-readings, having mini-reading specials uh, throughout this month where we'll give a special discounted rate of $25 for 10 minutes on specific days at specific times, and you, you call us or contact us, and you schedule a reading at that time. So for a small amount of, number, uh, of money, which is greatly discounted from our, our usual um, rates, because I get $60 for a, half, for a 15 minutes. You for that rate, then you get to test those. Now, mini-reading, when I'm at FAIRS and I do mini-reading, it's five minutes to seven minutes long, and it usually is one question, and that's usually $20. When I do it over the phone and it's $25 for 10 minutes, it's one or two questions. It's not a full reading. It's not meant to be a full reading. A full reading is usually at least 45 minutes to an hour wouldn't you say jen
1: yeah i would say um in a minimum a half hour you know depending on like if you've seen the client before but um many readings are not meant to be full readings i actually had somebody that had um commented on my facebook page about having a 15 minute reading and feeling like she uh, it wasn't me that she had had it with but it was with someone else she had paid an absorbent a lot of money to have it done and um she didn't feel like she'd gotten a full reading and I had to answer her back just saying that they're not even intended for a full reading. Um, Those are intended to, um, if you're uh, just seeing a psychic, you can kind of get a feel for how they read and if you're a good match for for them or if they're a good match for you or if you just want to brush up on a couple of questions, that's what a mini reading is for.
0: Now, Jen, how often do you suggest people get readings?
1: Um I think that uh, no no sooner than 3 months. I think 3 months is mm-hmm. um probably the soonest. And and you can do updates um you know in 3 months you for most of my clients, or even um, if I have one done, a lot of psychics have their own psychic readings done, uh, every three mm-hmm. months is, is a good update. But I don't think any sooner. If you're doing it sooner than that, you really are not relying on your own intuition at that point. You become codependent, and that doesn't help anybody. I mean, that makes, To me, that's the worst thing that you can do because then you start to go so far away from your own intuition that you don't even trust your intuition anymore and then it makes people get anxiety over making
0: their own decisions before they call a psychic. It's ridiculous. Exactly, exactly. And I have have a lot of clients who do once a year where we'll do a yearly reading and we look at each quarter of the year. Then I have people who call once every two years because if you get a really full reading from me, it usually lasts about two years. Um, But I, too, would recommend no more than once every three months. Um, Sometimes I make... um, Exceptions for that, if somebody's going through, like, a bad divorce Correct. or doing something like that right. where things are changing constantly. But then also, yeah. they're not getting a, an hour-long reading each time. They're no. usually doing no. 15 minutes and half an hour just to brush up on, okay, where are we now and where do I need to go with this? The well, other even thing we if talked three, about if was, three months was,
1: would be short, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about free will. That free will really is key. And a reader is not there to tell you what to do with your life, a reader is there to give you an idea of what the landscape looks like. It's up to you where you go from there. There are very, very few things in your life that are set in stone. Eighty percent of what happens to you is because of the decisions you make and the energy that you put out and the direction that you're moving in. So do you have anything on that? uh, Well, I
1: think that people look at that as a um, kind of scary thing, and I think that's just, I love that that's the way it is, because it would really Mm -hmm. suck, excuse me, to go into a psychic reading and to have them say, well, this is what it looks for you, and have it be completely depressing or not where you want to be, and know that you can't do anything about it. I think that would be terrible. Mm -hmm. So the just that we have free will and that we can change those paths, or you could be heading down a bad path and decide that you know you don't want to go that way anymore. That's amazing. That's one of God's greatest gifts is uh, is free will, and it and it gives you power. It gives you um, control, and it and it it's really wonderful. It's not it's not a bad thing that a psychic can't um, just nail everything in stone. I think that that's the greatest thing.
0: Exactly, because we're we're there, it's guidance. We're not there nope. to tell you how to live your life. We're there to give you guidance. It's a spiritual guidance. Now, let me ask you this, Jen, um, two things. One is 1-900 numbers where they can get like two minutes free and that kind of thing. Um, what do you think of those? And um, how do you feel about people who... When they're getting a reading from you, they say, well, this psychic said.
1: Um, well, I don't, let's start with the 1-900 numbers. I've known psychics that have actually been very good psychics that are on those numbers, and I'm sure you mm-hmm. have as well. But what I know about those psychics I actually was on is,
0: one for a very short period of time. <laughs> yes,
1: but what I actually know about them is um, they hate them. They, they hate what they're mm-hmm. doing. And so if you're getting any energy um, or guidance from somebody that's in a place that they're not loving what they're doing and that they're running it through like a mill and, um, you know, I just, I wouldn't want my friends or family doing something of that nature. I would, please, if you're doing that, I would hope you would do it more for just pure entertainment, you know, kind of like the magic eight ball. Because you also don't know what type of psychic you're getting. As far as I know, none of those people, um, you know, they don't have any verifiable form. You know, there's no validity to show you, yes, these are true psychics,
0: right? So um, you don't know Well, a lot of those things, I know when I was hired, they tested me and everything, so I thought it was more authentic. Then I found out they wanted me to train other people, and what they were doing was they were giving these people scripts. So if you were talking about your relationship, Um, you had a script that you went to, if you were talking about, and they had a book that they read out of. Wow. So I'd say probably 98% of people on those lines are not authentic at all because if you're authentic, you're not going to work for $10 an hour, which is basically what they make. They make like $0.10 to $0.25 a minute, whereas the company that they're working for gets $4 a minute or so. So I'd always be wary of those kind of systems. I've worked on it. I know other really good psychics who have worked it for a very short period of time, usually at the beginning of their careers, and they're so unethical that most of us just get off because um, there's so many people on them that really aren't trained and don't know what they're doing.
1: To me, they're just slimy. That's I just, I'm, they're just slimy. Mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. But the other thing, um, a really good question is when they come to you and say, um, and they've actually come back, because me and you read a lot of people, they'll come back and say, well, mm-hmm. you read this you know before what do you think from here on out um you know mm-hmm. first you read from that point and that point only and for me it doesn't matter what anybody else says i i really i you can be read read by 150 other psychics at that point and, and it means nothing to me I, i'm very confident in what i'm reading at that point in time and so your job mm-hmm. as the client is to really filter through the information and take what what can help you move forward to the direction that you want to move in you know and so well, it seems could be
0: helpful or, harmful for someone, helpful or harmful for someone to jump from psychic to psychic That's and try terrible. to get multiple readings on the same thing. I mean,
1: the only reason you would do that is to try to um, get to hear what you want to hear
0: at that point. <laughs> exactly.
1: There, That's there, what I was
0: there, trying to
1: get at. Yeah, there's no point um, in, in doing that. If you're doing that, you've, you've really lost t- touch with um, why you're getting a psychic reading or you're really not understanding the process. You're wasting your money.
0: Exactly. You're trying to get um, confirmation on something. You're trying to find somebody generally who is going to tell you what you want to hear. I, I've had several people come to me and tell me, oh, well, everybody else told me he was coming back or whatever. And I would be like, no, I'm not seeing that, you know. And yes. They'd be like, but people said, try to get me to change what I'm saying. And I'm like, I'm only going to tell you what I see. I can't tell you anything that I don't see. Which is a good um, point
1: yeah it's a good Mm -hmm. point because I don't want people coming to see me or I don't want them to ask me a question if they're not prepared to hear the answer Um, so please because I will be honest as you will be honest we will say if we don't see somebody coming back we will say that but um, we're also not negative readers Um, like you said we read very similar and I know and I have had psychics try to read me in the metaphysical and you know we've known them well they'll be like something really horrible is going to happen in the next three months and then they will be you'll be like what are you talking about, and they'll be like, "I have no idea, just something really bad, it's and' you like believe
0: it yeah,
1: <laughs> you know now
0: I've had things where i've I've seen things happen for people, but spirit never shows me something that is potentially upsetting to someone without telling me generally why or what is at the other end of it, um like I had a a client a long time ago. And she was about to get into a very, very, very serious accident, and her whole life was going to just change. Um, she was in a hospital for more than a year, and I see all this, and I told her, I said, you know, this is going to happen, and it's going to feel like the end of the world, and it's going to feel horrible while it's happening, but let me tell you what's on the other end of that and why it's occurring. This is happening because you've been on the wrong path for such a long time, and spirit can't get you to change gears because this is really not the, the way you're supposed to be going, so... At this point, you set yourself up where this major life change needs to occur. And when it happens, it's going to feel terrible, but just remember the whole time it's happening that it's there for a reason that when you come out the other side of it, your life is going to be so much better and you're going to appreciate things so much more and you're going to be so much happier that you're not even going to identify yourself with the person who's sitting in front of me today. And she came back to me two years later and she she had a horrific car accident, was in the hospital for over a year how learned how to walk again and everything, and went from being a corporate person to becoming an artist and was blissfully happy. And she was like, the thing that got her through being on that hospital bed, being in that hospital bed and going through, that really gave her the drive to go through and really rehabilitate was the message from spirit that it was for a purpose and the outcome was so much better than what she went into it with that it was worth it. And she said she was so happy that she had that to hang on to. So that is the kind of thing that that a reading should give you—more of a purpose, more of a why is it happening, or what do I get out of this, or where is the, you know, what is the best I can hope for?
1: Right. Yeah, they definitely. The other thing. Go ahead.
0: The other thing that uh, I like to remind people is that we are human. And we're coming into the reading with our own backgrounds, our own filters. Um, I don't know about you, Jen, but sometimes I find it difficult reading people. I read people from all different cultures. I have clients in India. I have clients in Arabia um, who obviously have different ideas than our Western ideas.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: sometimes I I really have to make an effort to be objective and to pull myself out of it and not think, oh, I wouldn't want him to have a second wife, you know, and that kind of thing, because that's their culture. Right. And try to see what spirit wants me to see for them. Quite a few psychics yeah. who don't realize that they need to do that.
1: No, so go that's... go ahead, your deb- ideas? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely... Um, we, psychics do come from their own backgrounds, and and um, I think that, that that brings up another point, too, is... Um, which probably affects the way that they read, do you ever do you notice that um, psychics usually are not strong in every single area? Like some people are not as strong in health or they're not as strong in whatever. Um, and right. So a good psychic will also always tell you um, uh, if they're not comfortable in one area. Like I'm not as strong right. in health, but um, I do know somebody who is, you know, that type of thing. So that actually exactly. is that's not a weak psychic, that's actually a more um valid psychic. If they act, if they say, "Oh, I can just do every single thing." You know, I don't think I've met a psychic that is 100 or just very, very accurate in everything. Um they usually exactly. specialize
0: in areas. Mhm.
1: So yeah, that's there's certain
0: a, things that even certain days you may feel more comfortable with than others. Like there's certain people when I've done readings, if I'm face-to-face, I'm more comfortable in doing, figuring out physically if there's an issue than if I'm over the phone. I can do it, but I'm not that comfortable with it, and I don't feel as um, that you might get as accurate a reading. So I generally, like you said, will refer someone or a type of person. This is what you need to look for if that's the type of psychic you're looking for. So oh,
1: that's another good point I, that you brought up. I have people ask me all the time, can you be as accurate over the phone as you can in person? Um, I mm-hmm. know psychics that actually are not as comfortable over the phone or don't feel like that they can read as well over the phone as they can in person. I personally don't have an issue either way. Either way, it's the same. Uh, I have no problems. Um, but I do know some that that are not comfortable doing that. I, I know you can read both ways. Um, but yeah. that's a question to ask a psychic also, but I do get that question a
0: lot. And do you uh, do readings over email where people can write out a question for you, or do you do that type of reading? Yes, I do do
1: email readings. That's another one that um, I do know psychics that um, are not as comfortable with. But I, I again, I don't have trouble re- doing readings by email at all. Do you?
0: See, now, I, I won't do an email reading unless you've been a client already, because once you've been a client, then I know where your touchy points are, so to speak, mm-hmm. and and I feel like if you're just coming to me with something, I might be getting information which doesn't really mean much to me, but it might affect you,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I can't work you work that through with you if you're not in front of me. So um, I feel more comfortable doing on the phone or face to face for initial readings, and then after that, I'll do uh, readings. Over email, but I won't do it for the initial. That's why. Well, my and my clients,
1: clients um, that have had email ones are usually like out of country, too. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's like that whole time difference. But uh, yeah, I haven't had an issue. But I do know that there's. I mean, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. But I do know a lot of people don't. I most psychics that I know um, prefer not to do email, actually.
0: Right. So we have six minutes remaining, approximately. Okay. And. At this point, uh, let's see if there's anything that we have forgotten. So, how do we make get the most out of your money? One would be going, kind of knowing what you want to ask about. Write down your questions. Take a couple of deep breaths. Be calm. Be open. Be on time. Um, I do notice there are some people who call me more because they want a counseling session and they want to talk something out rather than actually get a reading. And that's fine as long as you go into it knowing that um, because I have had people come back to me and they're like, well, I listened to my tape and I was the one doing all the talking. Well, that was your choice. So basically the way I do my readings is I ask the people not to say too much until I'm finished and then they can ask specific questions. If you're the type who forgets what they wanted to ask unless they interrupt, then what you need to do is keep a pen and paper handy and while you're writing notes just write a side note, I wanted clarification on this or that, and then we can go more into different aspects of it. Um, it, Referrals are always good. If you can't get a referral or along with the referral, you'll probably want to look at the person's website, read things that they've written, so that you can get a a general idea of the person's personality. Or if they are on blog talk, you can listen to their blog talk show and figure out from that uh, whether or not you think you'd be comfortable with them. I've had some people who I started doing a reading for where it was just really awkward. And in the uh, 16 or so years that I've been doing this professionally, it's only happened once or twice. But if you really feel awkward with someone, if you really feel uncomfortable, then you do not need to continue the reading. Maybe there's there's a mismatch there. Uh, what do you think, Jen?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely, and um, that would be for the, yeah, the client or the psychic, of course, <clears throat> because mm-hmm. it just, if you're not connecting, the whole point of doing the reading um, is connecting them with their energy, and if there's um, uh, no connection there, uh, you, you know, you're, I don't feel like you may get the best psychic reading out of it, or you may not come away from from the reading uh, with the information. I mean, and you can get a
0: great reading, but you're not taking any of it in, if you're not Right, right.
1: That's true, that's true.
0: So and 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 the other thing is that uh, nobody. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Well, and the main one of the main things that we talked about that that's my big pet peeve is the relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know the how about the um, relationships and not understanding how much free will is involved in a relationship. If you get a reading on a relationship and then you go change things or the other person changes things, the, those there's a lot of variables in relationships. So,
0: um, and also if, that you have to be willing to do the work. Yes. Things like do just happen. There's work that needs to be done.
1: Getting, um, you know, a- am I going to be in a relationship, that's pretty um, easily done. But getting really minute details when they're not in one yet, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's just I think that you're reaching at that point to um, get in-
0: right.
1: get information that you may, you know, it's just not helpful.
0: Well, and one of the things I will not give details about somebody who's coming into your life for a couple of reasons one is that I may be seeing them as they were the last time you we were together, like in a past life. Um, and you I mean like, like hair color? And that are, stuff. Right, exactly, that are metaphors. Um, if you say somebody's a doctor, they could be play a doctor on television. They could be a professor. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a medical doctor. We only right. have two minutes remaining, so what I want to do right now is just go over how to get in contact with us and any specials that we have. So right. Jen and I both uh, offer... Mini readings and um, Jen is on Facebook. What is your Facebook page name?
1: It's just Jennifer O'Neill. Okay,
0: okay. and O'Neill is O N E I L L on Facebook. O apostrophe N E I L L. O apostrophe N E I I I L L. Sorry, and Jennifer has uh, lists posts her um, her specials and things there. Uh, Her number is there, and she also has a website. I'm also on Facebook. Jennifer O's I'm mm-hmm. also online and I'm also doing uh mini readings for this Wednesday coming up, so if you want to schedule, uh please email me at Geraldine at voiceofspirit.com That's Geraldine with the G E R A L Y N at voice of Or check out any of my websites. Voice of psychic in Yeah, I know I'm not there right now, I'm on the East Coast, but hey. <laughs> and uh spiritualparents.com for more information. Uh, Jen, do you have an email address you want to give out?
1: Um, yeah, it, sure. It's Jennifer at jenniferopsychic.com.
0: So cool. So Jen yeah. and I have very um, similar styles. We read each other all the time and talk to each other all the time. Jennifer is in Hawaii, so she's at, on Hawaiian time, which is five hours earlier than eastern standard time and i'm right now on the east coast in the philadelphia area so if you're looking for someone close by jen is on the island of oahu in kailua i am in the philadelphia area and i can service uh, up and down the east coast pennsylvania new york delaware new jersey virginia and maryland primarily Um, but by phone we're both international And uh, we can, if you have Skype, you can find us on Skype and and we can uh, give you a call back on Skype if that's what you need. So contact us by email if you'd like a a reading. And as we both said, doing mini readings is a great way to get to know somebody and it only costs $25, but it is not a full reading. So don't expect a full reading out of it unless you're willing to extend the time and schedule at a later time. So uh, I think we should say aloha, Jen, because we only have five seconds left.
1: Thanks, Sherwin. (laughs) All right. Aloha, everyone. Aloha.